This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. So the discourse on women's reservation in India is old and the women's reservation bill has witnessed a long journey in the parliament. Uh, also the union cabinet has approved the women's reservation bill 2008 to provide reservations for women in the parliament and state assemblies. Now as the bill is passed India stands facing chances of foreseeable changes in its political landscape. Uh, we have uh, Kanchi Agrawal with us today. Uh, Kanchi is the founder of Netri Foundation which is an aggregator of women in the political ecosystem. Uh, it is also building opportunities and uh, resources for people who aspire to join politics in India. Uh, Kanchi we know that uh, you know despite the adoption of numerous women centric initiatives uh, the progress in women's political representation has been almost uh, sluggish and there is a glaring question that you know uh, even after so many years of independence why is the representation of women in the politics uh, still were disproportionately so low uh, i will begin by asking you a question that what are the primary challenges or issues that women have been facing in the political representation in india thank you so much sneha and it's a pleasure being here today to speak about this uh, because we are definitely witnessing history whether or not it is in the it, it is in the direction of everyone who uh, you know wanted the bill to be passed and wanted to be implemented immediately um or not it is still historic uh historic in the sense uh that we've been waiting for this bill to be passed for the last 26 years uh the demand in itself uh comes from a very rights based approach that women deserve like it it's an end all and be all deserve and it's our right to be on equal footing with any other gender right the and especially in the society that we live in we know that one gender has had more advantage access to more resources less scrutiny um uh, associated with them in public life compared to women uh when the founding mothers of india were debating a uh, reservation during the constituent assembly they uh they purposely said that you know we do not want reservation because women will end up making it on their own uh i think this is also symptomatic because right now we are think we, we speak like profess profusely about intersectional feminism every generation has had its own way of uh talking about women's rights right and back in the day it felt rightly so that yes women don't need a special space and we will make it on our own however this country disappointed that expectation uh this country being especially the people in power the political class disappointed that expectation and that fervor within women because we started with 5% of women's reservation in our first parliament like in our first uh in 1954 and the growth has been barely 9% in 75 years you don't uh you don't call this normal right this is outlandishly abnormal uh, pace of growth 
it is condemnable and it is such a it is such a disheartening thing uh that despite as you rightly said despite so many efforts uh we did not see women's participation um uh, uh at at the level that we we had envisioned it for so we are at 14% uh, just a little above 14% right now coming to the challenges i just wanted to lay this context right like how how bad the situation really is uh coming back to the challenges uh i will break them down on multiple levels right this challenges are right from the point of entry into politics survival in politics and then success in politics right uh which are interlinked with personal challenges societal challenges and institutional challenges let's begin with this institutional challenges institutional challenges which is within the uh, election commission of india um does not mandate like while it says that you know uh parties cannot be formed on the basis of religion etc etc it does not say that parties cannot be formed on the basis of gender bring 50% uh, women in the basic fold of the parties like you know all men 11 men can go and register a new party uh, with the election commission of india and it will not question that why are there no, no women or queer folks in this you know so the systemic problem one but the second systemic problem is also that parties themselves have never given historically uh more than 9 10 maximum 12% to women's uh to women when women are given seat and i will i will add two parties which from last two elections have been very um consciously giving tickets to women i'll add them uh to the list but uh, generally uh, generally uh, women do not get uh, tickets from the parties and when they do get it they are uh they are given uh, tickets from the uh unwinnable seats or from very difficult seats right uh so if you would know that in elections there are these comfortable seats for a certain party then the, there are seats that are a no go area then there are swing seats you know so women are usually given given either swing seats or they are given more difficult seats right uh the two parties which have made efforts uh contrary to the contrary to the norm are uh, tmc and bjd uh tmc has given 40% ticket bjd has given 33% ticket to women in the last two elections right so they have been uh very actively trying to uh, subvert this norm now these are systemic challenges then there are societal expectations of women and that is where uh we say that parties these political parties are also a reflection of the society in the sense that they also constitute men uh who are equally patriarchal and they believe uh that women should not be in public spaces women should not occupy or be seen too much because if a woman is seen too much she's opening herself for a lot more scrutiny from other men we usually say you know call out women and tell ki yaar tum bahar mat jao tum bahar jati ho to wo mard dikhta hai ye mard ki problem hai ye meri problem hai aap mujhe bataiye right aur kisi bhi tarike se dikhta hai और ये चीज तो आपको पब्लिक लाइफ में करनी ही पड़ती है एट नेत्री वी ट्रेन सो मेनी वेमेन टू बी इन पॉलिटिकल लाइफ राइट एंड नॉट ओनली एज पीपल हु वांट टू बी इन द इन द इलेक्टोरल फ्रे बट इवन इन ऑर्गेनाइजेशनल पॉलिटिक्स इवन एज वेमेन एज पॉलिटिकल प्रोफेशनल्स व्हेन वी डू दिस वर्क वी हैव सीन सो मेनी वेमेन सेइंग यू नो व्हाट आई डोंट थिंक आई एम रेडी फॉर द अब्यूसेस 
I don't think I'm ready for the troll. I don't think I'm ready for um for being criticized for my gender and how I look and the way I carry myself in public um or being reminded that you are a woman more than focusing on my job. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this harassment, right? The second problem is the whole societal expectation of uh, of of women to remain within the private spaces. Uh, Judith Butler's theory talk about the public and the private. Uh, so that emphasis is very, very strong that women shouldn't be in public spaces. Uh, third thing is also uh, within the societal framework, we also see that uh, all the see politics is 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 a is a is a vocation that requires you to be out there. But a woman is tied to so many familial responsibilities. Pehle wo maa, behen, beti, wo sab hai. Phir wo ek insaan hai. Aur phir wo kisi aur ke liye public service kar sakti hai. Malai, ye to journey ek aurat ki khatam hi nahi hoti na. To ye jo expectation hai of unpaid care at home. Ghar pe khana banana. Aapko sabka dhyan rakhna. You are the caregiver. Um... उसके अलावा जो एक्सपेक्टेशंस हैं कि आपको इस इस समय से अंदर आ जाना है घर के ऑल दोस हैव डिस्करेज्ड विमेन टू बी इन पब्लिक लाइफ बिकॉज़ रियली इट इज आई डोंट वांट टू मेक इट साउंड इजी पब्लिक लाइफ इज 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 इंडेटेड टू द पब्लिक राइट नोबडी इज सेइंग दैट यू हैव टू कॉम्प्रोमाइज योर प्राइवेसी बट यू रियली हैव टू मेक योरसेल्फ अवेलेबल राइट एंड फॉर अ वुमन पहली बात तो औरतें अपने लिए जिंदगी नहीं जी पाती हैं यहाँ पे तो अपनी जिंदगी देश के नाम करने की बात है तो मतलब इतनी एजेंसी अगर मुझे मेरी जिंदगी पर होगी तो तो क्या बात है और अब आते हैं हम पर्सनल रीजन्स पे द इंटरनलाइज मिसोजनी कि मैं नहीं कर सकती मुझसे नहीं होगा मैं इन सारी चीजों के लिए तैयार नहीं हूँ हमारी ट्रेनिंग इस चीज के लिए हुई ही नहीं है कि हम अपने आप को उस जगह पर देख पाए आई थिंक दीज चैलेंजेस आर सो कॉम्प्लेक्स एंड दैट इज वाई इंटरवेंशन आर रिक्वायर्ड टू गो बियॉन्ड लिप सर्विस टू गो बियॉन्ड यू नो दिस आइडिया दैट हमने तो ये कर दिया है अब इसके आगे देख लो क्या होता है राइट right? yeah, uh... Coming back to the bill, uh, Kanchi, you have been advocating for this long, and I've been reading. Uh, I mean, a lot of what you have been writing and speaking. Uh, you know, how do you foresee this bill, the Women's Reservation Bill? Uh, the big question: How is it going to impact the participation of women in politics for real? What? इंटरेस्टिंग सवाल है अच्छा मुझसे तो मैं तो ठीक है नेत्री फाउंडेशन पिछले चार पांच साल से ये काम कर रहे हैं इस देश में ये लड़ाई छब्बीस सालों से चल रही है सो आई रियली स्टैंड ऑन द शोल्डर्स ऑफ मेनी मेनी वेमेन अक्रॉस पार्टी लाइंस यू कॉल इट यू से वृंदा खरात एंड गीता मुखर्जी एंड सुषमा स्वराज एंड आई थिंक देर आर सो मेनी वेमेन टू बी नेम्ड uh ranjana kumari uh from civil society who was also like you know been a part of this movement there are so many women to be remembered for this um when we advocate for this exactly one generation has already passed right 26 years ago i say this bill, bill is as old as me right like i'm 
I'm I'm not revealing my age here right now, but uh, it's as old as me. You could say that, right? Like, and which means one generation has already passed. It's time to move and give promises to another generation of women who want to be here. अगर आप मुझसे दो तरीके से सवाल अगर आप मुझसे एकदम पॉलिटिकल क्रिटिक की तरह ये सवाल पूछेंगे तो मुझे मालूम है इस बिल की बहुत सारी खामियां हैं इस बिल में पहले ये इंटरसेक्शनैलिटी की वजह से पास नहीं हो सका जो कि अभी भी एक मुद्दा कल पार्लियामेंट में उठाया गया लोकसभा में कि ओबीसी रिजर्वेशन नहीं है पर मुझे जितनी राजनीति की समझ है और मैं बोलूंगी कि काफी है इतनी तो है कि मैं कॉम्प्रिहेंड कर सकूं कि ये बिल कैसे लाया गया है ये बिल आ, कल होम मिनिस्टर ने ये एक्सप्लेन किया कि ये बिल वर्टिकल रिजर्वेशन के थ्रू आया है राइट आर्टिकल थ्री थर्टी और थ्री थर्टी टू में आ, हमने जाकर ये कहा कि जो एग्जिस्टिंग रिजर्वेशन है एस सी के लिए उसके अंडर हम एक वेमेन का कैटेगरी भी बना रहे हैं और जनरल सीट्स में भी जब ओबीसी एज अ पोलिटिकल कैटेगरी ही आइडेंटिफाइड नहीं है और मैं अगर आपको एक पॉलिटिकल आंसर दूं इसका तो वो ये है कि हम ओबीसी वीमेन को अगर इसमें इंक्लूजन करने जाते कल को ओबीसी पूरी कम्युनिटी बाहर खड़ी होती और ये बोल रही होती कि ओबीसी का तो वैसे तो कोई भी पॉलिटिकल रिजर्वेशन नहीं है तो ये औरतों के लिए क्यों कर दिया थिंक ऑफ द मिसोजनी दैट वुल्सो फॉलोड देर राइट ये अभी के समय में बिकॉज हमारे पास कास्ट सेंसेस नहीं हुआ है और वो दूसरा मुद्दा है वो कुछ पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज का एक दूसरा मुद्दा है कि हमको कास्ट उनको चाहिए और करवाना चाहिए और वो जब होगा और तब जब वो पॉपुलेशन डिमांड करेगी जब उस कम्युनिटी के लिए रिजर्वेशन होगा वहां पे वेमेन बिल फिर मतलब वेमेन का रिजर्वेशन विद इन दैट कम्युनिटी फिर से होगा हैविंग सेड दैट स्नेहा ये दूसरी बात इस बिल की टेक्निकलिटी की परेशानी ये है जो आज इसका मुझे लगता है कि एक बहुत ही जिस बिल जिस लिंकिंग की वजह से ये बिल बहुत ही मुश्किल बन गया है वो है डीलिमिटेशन अब वो मुश्किल है इसलिए है कि आप ऐसे मान लीजिए कि जैसे जैसे औरतों की ये जो लड़ाई थी पहले हमने देखा कि पहले पार्लियामेंट में लोग एक दूसरे को मारने पर उतर आए थे और औरतों को अपने आप को बचाना पड़ा था पहले के पार्लियामेंट की अगर आप कहानी देखेंगे जहां पर बिल डिस्कशन में आया था Uh, it was very very hard to uh, you know even even pass this bill because there was physical violence as well in the parliament this bill was torn up now no political party will try to even go against women because women have significantly become a big number on the polling booths women are bigger voters than men at this point and nobody wants to offend women there are so many political parties that continue to retain in power or come back in power because of women vote having said that ye mudda jaise jaise itni advocacy karke aur gender mein hum jahan pe bhi aage badhe ye mudda jaise jaise palpable hua uh aapne ek bahut hi contentious mudda delimitation ka jahan koi party kisi se agree nahi karne wali hai usko iske sath jod diya now that you have linked to two very uh one is in one is an issue that nobody wants to go against and one is a very contentious issue where everybody will again fight uh you know neck to neck you have linked the two 
and now everything depends on this if and but condition this is the technicality of it this is the reality of it that there is a hard solid condition uh that if that doesn't get fulfilled the way it needs to get fulfilled uh this bill will be in the limbo and that is heartbreaking but i'll come to the other side of it this is like a political critique that i'm talking but using your platform i want to tell women out there um when netri started uh i said that uh, people said why don't you contest election i said i'll contest with thousands of other women in the country i will not contest this election alone this is not going to be my lone fight i want thousands of women contesting together in sisterhood across political party uh, parties across political lines and that is why netri is a nonpartisan organization and we work with all political representation right i am waiting for thousands of women to say ki ye jab bhi hoga ye jis din bhi hoga main taiyar hu netri isliye hi chalu hua tha we started netri because we wanted to train women and say the day this mom- this moment comes you should be ready if people asked right now that you know are there women ready to contest we would say yes we know them right uh, at least at netri we know them uh five years more six years more uh, whenever and now the parties are going to set into motion this is your opportunity grab it with both hands make your space in the party use this argument that i'm giving you today that the day this happens you need to be ready you have to tell this to your political party that they need to invest in you today they need to let you uh, nurture your constituency they need to let you understand politics they need to give you a space in their political ecosystem because the day they will be mandated to put 33% reservation they will be scouring for women looking left right and center and so many women have been in the political ecosystem they are already part of the political parties they have just not been given any positions of responsibility they are used largely as karyakartas they are not looked at as their you know their intellectual abilities are almost questioned within political parties they are say they are told ki ye ja kar kar lo पर जहां पे भी डिसीजन मेकिंग या इनिशिएटिव टेकिंग की बात आती है उस बार उसमें कोई इन्वेस्टमेंट नहीं करते वन मोर थिंग काशी आई बीन सीइंग दिस एंड आई एम श्योर यू हैव आल्सो हर्ड द आर्गुमेंट व्हिच बीन देयर फॉर एटलीस्ट फॉर द पास टू डेज दैट यू नो this uh, reservation uh, is only going to probably benefit privileged women uh, which is going to you know worsen the situation for marginalized and unprivileged groups uh with that uh, could you also a little bit uh, you know throw light on the intersectionality debate on this uh, but first answering the first question very interesting question and i have a response to it who gives tickets to uh, uh, to women like or who gives ticket to political people the same people who are sitting in the parliament and saying ki privileged women ko benefit karega aap apni party mein mat kariye na aap apni party mein ek aisa system lekar aaiye that your candidate selection is absolutely dependent on ki aap us aurat ka kaam dekhenge you will evaluate where is the system of evaluation for any candidate you are giving where is it even for men men are also somebody's bhatija relative nephew son so i think uh, instead of sons now it's going to be women deal with it uh, you know the fact that uh, it is your responsibility it is your burden 
to do the right candidature selection it is not women's burden don't put it on them you are the ultimate people who give tickets no give it give give to the right women only entertain the right women according to you we are saying anyone anyone who's showing uh interest is taking responsibility is is credible enough to represent the rights and the demands of their people is the right candidate it's a it's a populist democracy you win by popular vote that person will also ultimately will have to win the votes of the people right so one is bring more transparency in electoral funding that is your answer and second have better systems of evaluation for candidature it is your responsibility uh, right uh, there's one more thing uh, you know uh, there's a lot of debate that is happening over the timing of the legislation and i'm uh, quite sure you've been talking about this uh, you know you've also talked about delimitation exercise and it's how it's going to ultimately take years to come into force uh, but you know uh, can we talk a bit about the timing of the legislation uh, why you know the law is passed now what are the implications of uh, this now and uh, especially when we know that the census are uh, not going to happen at least till 2025 uh, how do you see that so um see timing of it and all of that is a is definitely a political marker that one can evaluate this bill on right like um, and i would like to comment on it from a perspective that yes every law in this country is passed with a political motive and why not right uh it is done for the uh, right benefits of the people but you can imagine any any particular so ye abhi mudda chal ya bolte hain ki ye auto ka mudda nahi hota ye farmers ka mudda hota ye kashmir ka mudda hota ye army ka mudda hota anything timed with the election will be questioned like that and it is rightly right to question it like that but at the same time everything agar aap bolenge ki nahi hum हम इस पर राजनीति नहीं कर रहे हैं बल्कि आप राजनीति कर रहे हैं यू आर डूइंग पॉलिटिक्स एंड डूइंग पॉलिटिक्स इज योर इज समथिंग दैट यू विल डू राइट एज गवर्नमेंट्स हाउ एवर योर मैंडेट्स आर डिफरेंट एज गवर्नमेंट्स यू हैव टू इंश्योर एज अ यूनियन कैबिनेट वेन यू आर पासिंग दिस द पार्टी विल डेफिनेटली से यस लेट्स ब्रिंग इट राइट नाउ बट एज अ यूनियन कैबिनेट यू हैव टू इवेलुएट दैट इफ यू आर ब्रिंगिंग दिस बिल राइट नाउ एंड यू यू आर गोइंग टू लिंक इट विद सेंसेस एंड डीलिमिटेशन uh you are actually putting it as a ploy you are not so that is the role of the government to see that what is the possibility of its implementation because parties will do politics right um it is however government should go beyond politics government's role is to govern uh government role is to make sure that the implementation is proper because they are bureaucrats uh Uh, and so many institutions and commissions will be involved in doing this so bureaucrats and 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 civil servants plus uh, staffs uh, of the public office so many people will be involved in this exercise right so uh given that it is that is my whole problem this could have been done immediately if you were to do readjustment of the constituencies right now and you were to say that on this day we have constituencies on these basis 
So we were, uh, I think there is much scholarship to be done on uh, how you were able to do SCST reservation and you needed census to do that because you needed to say that the population zada hai, right? You needed population census. Women are constituency Is that the reason that women should be in politics? Like I should should I only represent the right of the rights of the women? No, we will represent the rights of the we will also represent the rights of the women, right? The fact that this is being looked at as uh, pe count aap pehle? I don't see logic in that argument because your selection criteria has to be different. And this this shows an ill-drafted and ill-referenced uh, bill uh, that we have gotten. That, uh, you know, we have not studied how to do this rotational basis. You have not studied enough that how will you do the reservation? What will be the criteria of this reservation and how will it rotate without thinking through or explaining any of this? It is it is uh, it is an ill-drafted document is what I would say. Yeah, rightly said. And, you know, while even I was reading it, I could see that most of most of it was also a question even in explainers, you know, when they explained how the bill is going to be implemented. Uh, I mean, a lot of such questions about rotational basis of allocation, the allocation of the seats, they were not answered. Uh, largely. But my last question to you, Kanshi, is that, uh, you know, uh, we know of other countries across the world, you know, that have uh, introduced uh, gender gender reservation in their uh, political systems. So do we have lessons that, you know, uh, India can learn from other countries that have implemented uh, this gender quota system in uh, their own countries? I think India is going to be a unique, uh, unique example of its own. Uh, I also feel and I'm very strongly critical of, sure, we can reference. As I said, it should be researched well, it should be referenced well. But there should be a lot more consultation with the civil society in the global south, right? Uh, South needs to stop looking at the north or, you know, east needs to stop like looking at the validation of the west, right? Uh, sometimes what works there could not be the best thing that may work here. Uh, however, because we have like very unique challenges, uh, it could be of caste and class and religion. It could be of language. It is of territory and region. It is of um, uh, the urban-rural divide, the digital divide. You have to think about so much in this country and so many accesses on which we are divided. You know, your intersectionality is like within gender is not only caste. There is a digital divide. There is an urban-rural divide. There is a language divide. How are you going to bring that all together uh, is going to be an interesting uh, implementation lesson for the world, I would rather say, right? Um, And I'm sure that we are happy to share resources, but nothing comes to my mind and I can say that, uh, oh, we should do exactly like them. Right. Uh, Rwanda is a great example because it, it was a it was a colony in itself. And it's a it's a it's a country uh, which also dealt with a lot of poverty and illiteracy. Uh, one can look at that. But at the same time, uh, in this country where we are saying that already there are so many existing schemes for women. What is the what is the new reason why you should need women? 
because one person saying and one person's experience is not enough you need diversity you need amplification of that one person's experience because okay imagine 10 people in the room and look at the body language of that one woman she'll be standing in a corner maybe in a party you know like with her with a little piece of food or a glass of water in her hand in the corner there are two of them they get chit chatting there are four of them they take the center in the in the in the party as well and if they are like almost equal the dynamics and the behavior of the men also changes they become far more civil right uh you have to really think about it from a point of view that how this inclusion will change uh the nature of governance altogether right now you may have women centric schemes but you if you look at the language of the parliamentary debates yesterday including women the whole narrative around uh the the women being the wife the mother the sister is not the reason why you should give reservation to them yeah we are human beings like uh, with equal equal intellectual emotional capacity or like you know and this idea that oh women are even more powerful yes uh, our you know our genes have evolved to be far more empathetic uh, but um, uh, this is not also an altruistic burden on women to be more you know empathetic i think it it should be it should be reflected in the rooms so as far as case study is concerned i think india will emerge as a case study in its own right yeah uh, i think with that we have come to the end of it thank you very much kanchi for speaking to us uh, for taking time thank you so much